This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any of the apps you listen to is always appreciated. Now I am going to talk a little about environmentally cautious things, but more in the sense of bettering your lives. In more than one way, your environment is out there. The way it it interacts with you can make or break you. So part of this is I'm going to get a little woo-woo on you, just so you know. But I'm going to – I'll take it down a notch so you don't feel so weird if that's not your thing. Because on one side, it's the air you breathe, how much sunlight you get, how much clutter or mess you have. Like your actual physical space that can be – good or bad for you. On the other side, it's the people, the atmosphere, the energy, kind of what you bring in and what you get out of whatever space you're in. Because where you live, your work, go to school, like all the places you spend most of your time at has an effect on your mental and physical health. Because everything in your environment, either adding or draining energy, whether or not it is in productivity and actual like physical energy, how tired you are, how awake you are, um, whether or not your allergies get kicked up or you have asthma. Like there's all these different little things to just keep adding up to whether or not it's draining you or giving you more energy. And the first part is like we can be limited to what we can do in each space. You can be living at your parents' house or someplace that doesn't allow much change of what's there. Your work can give you very little personal space. Um, I mean, honestly, it's any school you go to, you get, like, no say where you are. Like, you have desks that you move constantly for classes. Like, your locker mostly has your school stuff, but every once in a while you can kind of put a picture in there or something like that. But there's really not much you can do in some of your spaces. But what you can do in bringing in some of these spaces is little things that can help uh, smooth things out, I guess it's saying. Um, First thing you can bring in is just headphones and music. Maybe all you need is just kind of a, a nice way to keep your senses a little more smooth. Like maybe just having, hearing less of the clatter and everything else around you and having something soothing playing or even just Hell, death metal, I don't care. Whatever soothes you, makes you feel better, can be helpful. Maybe you do have a desk that you go to all the time for work, and you can bring personal things. Like, you can do a plant. Like, plants are always good because then it helps. Environmentally, they can clean the area and give you better air, which is always a helpful thing. I mean, you can put in pictures. Make sure you bring in, like, your favorite pens. Like, I... Me and my mom do the same thing. Like, we've had work. We'll, I'll, we'll bring our own pens, but they'll stay on us at all times. That's our pens. That's, we like how they write. They kind of, it's, like it's it's a weird thing, but it works for us. Because when you know you always have one, you you know it always works. You like how it writes. And then it sometimes it comes home with us. Or it's, it gets locked in your desk so no one else touches it. You can have other, like, little personal things where you're going. Like, maybe you can bring a candle in. 
Or maybe you have like your favorite water bottle that works or just small things that can make the environment feel a little more personable. Now, again, on the kind of the woo-woo side, I guess, is just bringing in a good attitude. Yes, you could hurt, you can hate where you work, school can suck and everything else. But I know some of us have heard this. It's like when teachers say or when you're in a sports is like the, like no drama zone. Or one of my actual coaches explained this very well, that, that you leave your drama at the door. But more is that whatever's going on in your life that isn't going well, you can, it's still there. You leave it at the door and not let it interfere with what you have to do where you're at, where you have to work, you have to have good customer service or smiling. If you're at school, you have to do your assignment. You have to read what you're doing, whatever. But you still have, it's still there. Like you're not ignoring it, but you kind of have to just set it aside. Now, this isn't the same point of like, if you had a family member die, like, yeah, you can be sad and have kind of problems working through things. But if you had like a kind of a stupid breakup or an argument with somebody, like you don't get to come into the space and just be bitchy or make everyone else not work very well because you're just, your attitude's just shit everywhere or you're just like slamming things and everything else. That's kind of, that's more what I mean by like bringing a good attitude and leave that shit somewhere else. Like you, you can have a moment somewhere else. You go in your car, you want to just hit something on the freaking dashboard or anything else. Fine. Perfectly fine. It's your thing. Another thing you can do if you have a place that doesn't do so well for you is getting outside. Doesn't always work because some of us live in very, very cold places. And sometimes of the year is not great for that. But even if you can just find a place that has good sunlight and sit there for your break, go sit in your car, um, even just getting outside for a quick walk or something else, just just so you just get out of where you are can help give you better air quality, give you better exercise. Now, the, for the spaces you have that are yours, like your home that you can do if you do have an office, or even just in your car, like you're allowed to do so much more. Like, do what you need to do to make your space yours. Like, make sure that you decorate the way you want, change colors of the walls, add picture frames, like whatever else. You have the right to create a space that works for you. Now, on the other side of just the environment of this thing is just the energy in the atmosphere. Because you already started on this with bringing your personal stuff and making the space yours. But you also need to clear the energy if you can or make it better vibrations, all that stuff. First thing you can do, open the windows whenever you can. Like get fresh air in, kind of get the air moving inside. Like even if you have central heating or air conditioning and everything else, the, the air is the same stuff inside the house over and over and over again. And if you can get, especially when you're at home, or if you're lucky, your work lets you actually open windows. And they're not like you're not locked in there like caged animals. Like opening a window sometimes, just getting something fresher that's just been outside is good. Make sure you have windows open. Sunlight always disinfects 
sunlight's good for you, it's good for just everything in your house and your space and everything else. Another good one is just clean. Now, I'm not saying you need to have, like, a Spartan immaculate space, but vacuum, dust every once in a while, like once a month or something. Um, If you have pillows or blankets or anything else in your space, wash them every once in a while. Take a disinfecting wipe and clean your keyboard, your mouse. Just get the germs that's even there. Just kind of just let it all let it all out. If you can, burn a candle. Or if you want to sage, go ahead. I don't think most businesses will allow you to do that. It might be a little weird to them. And uh, make sure you bring it up before you do that. Uh, also, with any smells, if you're in like a place that has more than one person in there, like, check it out first, because people have allergies. Some people can't stand any kind of perfume. Some people can't do any uh, candles and everything else. Like, maybe you need to just do something at the very end of the day when everyone else is leaving to kind of clear your space and then leave. And then it's it's already been done, but it's kind of dissipated by the time everyone gets there the next morning. Another thing is to have... With personal things, I'm not just only talking about, like, picture frames and, like, your kids' drawings and everything else, which are all very good to have because they're good to look at, they they bring you joy, but just the little things. Like, I have crystals everywhere in my house. I love them. They make me happy. I feel like they help my atmosphere. They help kind of, like, clear the energy and everything else, and... I don't fucking care what anyone says. I have plants everywhere. I also have hundreds and hundreds of notebooks and pens because that makes me happy. Yes, my my mom and some other people have a different definition of need of what these are, but I need these for my own my own sense of like personal space and I just love having pens and notebooks. Like I literally am looking at my desk, I have 3 Holders, giant holders of all my pens. I have another one with like paintbrushes and other random shit. I have no idea what's in there because I haven't looked in there in a little bit. But that's like my thing. I have three different spaces with small like bookshelf ends to them that have some books and a bunch of notebooks and file folders and everything else because that just, it works for me. That is where my energy is. I work very well with organized chaos. It's still a little chaotic, which makes my brain work very well, but it's still organized where I'm like, I know where it is. It's over there. It may be in a pile of like 20 other things, but it's kind of organized over there. It works for me. And that's how, that's how my energy works. Like my husband is even a little bit more slobbier than me, but it works for him. I know not to touch his piles. Like if I'm going to, if I need to do something with them, you pick up the whole pile, do not move it any in any way like organizing it, and move it to another spot, do what you need to do, that spot, and put it back where it was. Because that's how he organizes it. It works for him, but I shouldn't stay in his area. You may not be able to do that in like an office setting. I work from home. It's a little different. My mom's office, she does nothing personal there. Every once in a while she'll have a picture. She has a couple post-it notes for things, but, like, it's pretty much just work. She has her couple of pens, 
She has the file she needs for what she does at work and her computer and everything else and nothing else. And that's what she needs. She likes just doing that shit and getting done. She likes to keep busy. It works for her. That's how she is at home too. She has a very, very small desk. I like having a giant one. Mine is a corner desk. It's got like three parts to it because I like having that space. I like being able to spread. She needs a tiny one just for fitting a notebook on there. She needs to write anything. Computer, mouse, keyboard. That is it. There is a picture frame on there only because my dad put it there. And there's also some other decorative thing I can't remember because, again, my dad put it there. That works for him and it works for her. And that's all you need to do. That works for your atmosphere. That is how you work with your production and whatever gets you going. Maybe you need memorabilia in your area. Maybe you love having your walls painted 20 different colors. I love having giant whiteboards on one of my walls. Because that's kind of where I do some of my extra big brainstorming. Or if I have a list of things that I remember. Some of my business stuff. Like it's... And then I also have another wall that has clipboards that are decorative, but it's also very useful because my worksheets and other things I have that are I need out more often that shouldn't be in a notebook, but don't really go well on a whiteboard, go there. So it's still useful, but still decorative. It gives me my color. It gives me my sense of like whimsy, but it also works for me in how I do stuff. Now, I have another friend who the idea of not having straight white walls is horrifying to her. Like, she has a calendar on the one wall, and it's, like, the plainest fucking thing I've ever seen. It works for her. It is literally a black and white calendar that just has the boxes for the months. She has nothing else on the walls. Um, maybe I think she has, like, a some weird frame thing that's kind of metro. I don't know what it is. It's art that's not, it's modern. I don't, I don't do modern, so <laughs> I don't understand it. But it works for her. She likes her white space. She likes her clean surfaces. She has all her stuff in things. Like all her drawers are organized with all her pens in one, her notepads in another. I don't know what other drawers she has because I didn't, I was too scared to walk into there. <laughs> but that works for her. I like having a little clutter here and there. Because, again, that works for me. That is my energy. That is my space. Another part of the energy and the atmosphere of your environment is the people. Now, you can't always have a choice on who's there with you. You can always decide on how you're going to react to them and interact with them. Sometimes you have the bullies. Whether you're in school or at work, you have the chatty cappies. The little people, the people who like to snoop on people, the ones who love to gossip, the ones who just want to do their fucking work, leave me alone. Like, whatever works well with you in your area, maybe you're, you'll be able to ask to move your desk. Or maybe you need to just take more bathroom breaks. Or <laughs> maybe you'll be lucky and they're, they go somewhere else. Or... You can be there, you can go to work earlier or go to class earlier. I can't really take a different class time, sorry. They had finally thought that through. Like, there's little things you can do. But for the ones that you can have a choice in about the people in your space, sometimes you just need to have 
different levels of whether or not they're allowed in certain things. Like, I don't allow my mom in my office because I like it the way it is. And she just cannot stop rolling her eyes at it or just sighing and is she's generally upset about looking at my office. It's not like a pigsty. I just have more clutter. But of course, my business has like 10 arms to it. So I have stuff for each arm. And then it works for me. I, my dad, I don't care. He don't care. It's not his problem, not his space. He don't, he don't give a fuck. Sometimes you can't let your kids in some places. Sometimes because they're just disruptive or they can't stop touching shit. You can't let, maybe you just can't have your friends at your house. Like I cannot, I don't really entertain at all. I like going to places. Going to out somewhere, going to someone else's houses and helping them out and doing everything else. Like that may work for you. Maybe you just don't want people in your home. Maybe you just, honestly, there may be people that you need to just get out of your life completely because they are just bad energy and they have bad attitudes and they're just miserable fucking people. And I've had episodes about losing friends or getting rid of toxic people in your life. You can find that in other blog posts or podcast episodes I have, or there's also a couple of uh, workbooks or things like that on my website. Like, You need extra information about that. You can find them on mine or anywhere on Google or Pinterest. So I don't really need to, I don't really want to go into that. But sometimes you're going to have to make that hard decision about how much other people are allowed to have of your time, space, and energy. And that that your energy is in your spaces because this this is the places you're at all the time. This is where you invest your productivity in. So you need to be careful about who you allow in there. And sometimes it could just be like, it could just be a conversation with someone. Like, hey, you, like, I, I need to get certain work done. I need to get all these emails. Can, can we just talk at lunch or something like that? Or someone who has like really fucking bad perfume that's kind of, you need to maybe just let them know like, hey, I got allergies. Can... Like, I have no problem talking to you. Can you just not be in my space or I can come over to you or something like that? Like, that's a different boundary. Like, that's a different level of having them around you. Honestly, I don't mind gossipy people. Honestly, that's a, I grew up in it. It's my whole family. They're Most of the people I know that are gossipy are not malicious about it. They're just kind of like, I heard about this. Oh, what can we do about it kind of thing? Like, not... As in like, oh, that bitch, what the hell? She's a little slut. Like, nothing like that. It's kind of like, ooh, someone might be pregnant. Like, that's a very different thing. But if that stuff messes with your juju, like, in your space, you can, you're allowed to tell people, like, please, can you not? Like, you don't need to be bitchy about it. I I know that feeling I have had a couple times where I try not to be. Sometimes you need to be. Sometimes you need to go to management or something else, kind of like, um, I need you to help mediate with me or something, or having another friend or another coworker, kind of like, if they're not listening to you, because I don't know, you you just might be in different wavelengths, or the way you talk just doesn't like compute in their brains. There's just there's a lot of different reasons for why people don't quite understand what we're saying, even though we're all speaking the same fucking language. 
maybe before you go to work. Maybe you need to smudge yourself anytime you go in there because, you know, everybody there is just, everyone's got a bad attitude. And sometimes, maybe you can't change the atmosphere, you can't change the people around you. Sometimes you need to leave. Sometimes you have to wait and be able to move out of your parents' house. Or if you're in a relationship and you have to wait to save enough money to move out. Or you have to get a new job or something else. Like, there are varying degrees of what you can and cannot do with the people around you and your environment. But you can always decide and choose how you spend your time and your energy and what's around you. Like, sometimes you can't do anything with what is out there, but you can do something with yourself. Sometimes you need to quit. That's not like quitting isn't a bad thing, like you just decide to give up. Like, you're deciding to do something better for yourself. Whether it is a place that's not good for your health, like your allergies, your asthma, or anything else. Like, I actually had to drop out of a class in college once because before they realized the building should have been torn down. Like, the year after I graduated, they tore it down because the building that I had to take a few classes in, a couple uh, finals in, was so bad that they actually... I think every year there was at least like a 20, 30 people who had had horrible asthma attacks. So my allergies always were horrible in there. Like it was just, it was hard to, a little hard to breathe. Like everything just felt so inflated and, and just a little bit heavy. And I hated, I had to drop off one of those classes because I was in there three times a week for an hour and a half each time. I just, I couldn't do it. I also had a volunteer job that I did that I loved doing. I was actually a rehabilitation center for wildlife, but I couldn't be there because of the cleaning supplies they had there. It just, it was too harsh on my skin. I have eczema. It just flared shit out everything. My allergies couldn't handle it. Like I, I don't do very well with very harsh chemicals. So I would be exhausted the whole next day because I just, I couldn't handle what was breathing in, what was touching and everything else. I loved working with the animals and helping them. But I just, I couldn't do it. So after a couple months of being there, I had to tell them, you need someone else to take over because I just, I can't. Like, my, I even went to the doctor to see, like, there's something, like, wrong with me. And the doc- my doctor literally said, like, no, it's literally what is around you and those clean supplies that they need to do for the re- regulation has them to have to do those for safety. I just can't be around. One of my first jobs. I worked at an amusement park. It was Camp Snoopy at the Mall of America, which is now Nickelodeon Universe. Like, me and a couple other people had to go into management to tell them we had a guy there who was actually sexually harassing us. And it took a little bit of effort because, well, he was a good worker and we didn't hear anything. But the this place is so spread and there's only so many team leads and um, managers there that... Of course, he never said anything around them. Like, you had to be working with him by yourself. And he would just say really bad things. So it's kind of like, I I had to do something about what that was. But after a while, they kept hiring people just like that after they got rid of him. Because, yeah, he was sexually harassing a bunch of teenagers. And he was in his mid-20s. But they kept hiring those people. And so after a while, I had to quit. Because it was just not good for my mental health there. To feel like I had to be worried about the people I was working with. I had to be worried about turning my back on some people. Or 
possibly them getting me in a locked room or something like that. Like I didn't, that wasn't what I needed, especially as a teenager. I was 15 at that time. And yes, they wanted to have people that are older there because the place closes at like eight, nine o'clock some days or 10 o'clock on others. Like they needed people that work later, which they can't always do with teenagers because there's curfew. Either way, we all need to take control of our environments any way we can. Whether it is, if you want to just do environmentally, make sure you have a healthier space and just so you can you can be more productive, that's perfectly fine. But if you want to make sure you have spaces that are yours and you want to be woo-woo like me and have your crystals and have your pictures or have artwork or whatever else where you want, but also having something clean in some place that works for your own energy, you need to be very conscious of what you put into it, what you take out of it, and what you can change. Because none of us deserve to be in places that make us feel horrible in any way, whether it's psychologically, physically, mentally, like in, in any of those senses. We deserve to have spaces that we feel safe and are not draining. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon where you can get more info, check out products. Hit me up on Instagram at the introverts bubble or courageous creativity.